Welcome to Sounds from the Shelves. I'm Mika. I'm Sarah. And I'm Lee. And today, we're talking about zines. Yay! Yay! We're excited to be joined by our friends, Stephanie Novak and Pablo Abarca. Yay! Yay! <laughs> you guys want to introduce yourselves real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm a uh, librarian at the main library at the Salt Lake City Library. Um, I work on the level two floor uh, with our periodicals, fiction, and uh, teen collections. Uh, but my main focus is with zines, graphic novels, and also uh, running the Alt Press Fest, which we'll talk about later. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm Stephanie. Uh Regular listeners may recognize me. I've done one of the <laughs> book recommendation segments. I work at the Granite Library. I'm a library assistant who really loves zines and graphic novels also. Graphic novels are so cool. I'm so jealous of your job. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm so happy to be here and talk about things that are super fun. Thanks for having me. Woohoo! Yay! All right, so we're going to start with an abbreviated read this segment because you may have noticed they both talked about how they love zines we're talking about zines today yay (laughs) Um, so stephanie's put together a list of some stuff that you should read related to zines there's not a lot uh surprisingly uh so zines are amazing but zines are also very do-it-yourself kind of ethos uh they are very punk rock they are very art and make your own kind of put your message out into the world in the way that you see it uh as a result there's not a lot of like very super specific focused books on zines but there are a few and here are some great ones first of all what you mean what's a zine is an excellent non-fiction title it's about the art of making zines and mini comics by mark todd Uh, For those of you who are library patrons and access Creative Bug, there is actually a video on making zines, which is kind of fun, as well as a video about uh, pamphlet stitching, which is a way that you can make your zine super fancy. Uh, It's just that, like, extra turn your zine making up to 11, which is really fun. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Broadly speaking, there's a ton of, like, really good art books that can get you in to kind of the vein. Uh, there's a book called The Hard Times, The First 40 Years by the Hard Times staff, which is a parody book, but it's presented in a zine format, which is really fun. And for those of you who might not be familiar with The Hard Times, it's a blog that kind of takes on punk rock, music, all sorts of kind of pop culture stuff. It's very funny and very enjoyable. Uh, I was reading over kind of the intro pages and laughing a lot. They are very good at what they do. Uh, there's a wonderful book called Make It Mighty Ugly, Exercises and Advice for Getting Creative, Even When It Ain't Pretty. The thing that I love about zines is you do not have to be perfect to make a zine. And books like that are a great reminder that, you know, we can get beyond our own worst enemy, ourselves, and do amazing things. There are some great fiction books about punk, uh, <laughs> about punk, <laughs> about zine making. And my first favorite, and the reason for that Freudian slip, is a great book called First Rule of Punk by Celia C. Perez. And it is phenomenal. The main character is a girl who moves to a new school, is having to find herself in this new community. And one of the things that she uses to ground herself is making a zine about her daily life. Uh, There's also Moxie by Jennifer Matthew. Uh, Many people may have seen the show or movie. It's a movie on Netflix, Uh, but it's also a book. And if you haven't read the book, super great. Also about zines and like the way that you can disseminate a message is incredibly powerful. There's also a very cute uh, young adult graphic novel called Jonesy, where the main character uh, makes zines. And it's by Sam Humphreys and Caitlin Rose Boyle and is super phenomenal full of character, full of vibrant colors, super fun. And yeah, those are some of my favorite picks. Woohoo! Awesome, thanks. All right, so let's get into talking about zines. So we'll start with the first basic question for people who are like, what do they keep talking about, zines, what? 
What is a zine? Well, uh, a zine is something like a pamphlet that you can like put together in your pocket and share it with people, or it could be like a major like self-published like publication of like oh these are like it's like a stapled magazine um that i put together the the main idea is that it's diy it's that you're self-publishing um your works and you're getting it out into your community uh usually it's like a like a zine community um it's very like activists of like moving Uh, a lot of people a lot of artists uh, artist communities start their zines and it's a great way to like share your artwork share your creativity uh with your community um is i mean that's really just the gist of it it, it's, it could be really simple but it also could be very complex when it, it, it's a spectrum for sure <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely i was just going to quote other people but i think you did capture pretty much what i was going to say which is very much that zines are diy publications you are making it yourself and the fun thing about zines is There are as many different zine types as there are humans on the world, which means like just with a book, there is a zine out there for you. You just haven't found it yet. Um, And they can be about literally anything and everything. It can be activist thoughts. It can be, here's what I did today. I found a zine at the Denver Public Library a couple weeks ago that was, here are things that made me smile. And as the reader of the zine, they also made me smile. It was really fun. Uh, There are amazing comic zines where uh, folks who are starting out with their comics and want to get their comics out to people, share it with others. They, They put it on paper, make copies, distribute it to their friends and family, and then it becomes a way of practice. That is really cool. And it's amazing seeing zinesters who grow on to be like fully fledged artists with incredible portfolios and i love it so much so zines are the best <laughs> yeah i like that um you called the zine maker zinesters yes that's already, <laughs> like that's already a culture of itself yeah. like it's like it starts to develop on its own mm-hmm. i would like like you can it just starts like once you get into it you start to rec- like realize how big the world of zines really is and it's really just like everybody <laughs> just yes. anybody is really just like getting into it um some people might just have a lot of questions They're like oh what is this like i've never seen these like little booklets or um a lot of it because it, it looks really diy so the like there could be like illustrations that are just like maybe the the artist didn't want to color it in so it'll look like very simplistic and so sometimes that's like eye-catching to itself like i think Mm -hmm. this it brings like a a a kind of style to zines themselves so so our next question is what is some of the history of zines so for everybody that doesn't know i really don't know a lot about zines (laughs) um so i did some homework um but i'd be interested to hear what our guests have to say about the history of zines um, and believe me, just because I did Homer doesn't mean I know anything. So <laughs> <laughs> there will be a quiz at the end of this podcast. No, just kidding. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, Stephanie, do you want to like I like we were like Stephanie said earlier? Um, there's a lot of roots tied into punk rock, like uh, in that culture that kind of stems out from mm-hmm. like the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Um, and so there was that kind of like like I guess like a big one is uh. Was it girl? Grr, 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 oh grr. yes, uh, that's that's my history with zines, especially um, as someone who looked up the Riot Girl movement and fell in love with not only the feminist meets punk rock music, but also the zines that were being created alongside. Uh, but really, some of the earliest roots in mm. zines were actually guess what? Get ready, nerds! Hey. The fanzines. <laughs> it was great. Uh, do you love? Posting on AO3 about your favorite fix and your favorite ships? Guess what? We did it in zines first. Uh, the Star Trek fandom grew so yeah. much, and part of it was zines. And, you know, like, we would not have the word ship without Star Trek. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, it's... It's great. Uh, the fand- fandom community is an integral part, which is where you find a lot of fandom kind of zines. You also find a lot of punk rock music zines. Uh, there are a lot of great zines out there where 
not only are the creators of the zines talking about their favorite music, uh, they're also going to shows and giving reviews about it. They're also talking to their favorite musicians and getting interviews, all sorts of really cool stuff. So that's kind of, that's some of the mm-hmm. uh, big kind of fun origins, though really like, you know, uh, the the urge to share, yeah. you know, goes beyond that. It It, you know... What's his name? Martin Luther posting pamphlets on door. I was just going to ask you, like, one of the things I read was, like, if you want to go, like, real nerd, that was probably the first zine. Which probably not really because but, it was a right. piece of paper, right? But like, it's not it's they, not folded yeah, nicely. So like. They said it was just, like, a basic, like, yeah. it's self-made, self-published, and exactly. it's specific about and you're, that. And you're... Yeah purposely intentfully trying to distribute it to people and get right. eyes on it yeah which i read it and i was like come on no that's a very like old old piece of like history yeah. mm-hmm. i mean it's it's accurate so it's like but yeah. uh, like yeah. i think i think when you talk about like zines today it is mm-hmm. a different it is now a different format yeah it right. is it's now a very like it's it, it's developed probably from the long roots of a piece of paper. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, most yeah. of the places we're talking about the 1930s yeah. sci-fi mm-hmm. fanzines and uh-huh. stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I just found one from like Cornell University. They're like, well, actually, no. <laughs> yeah. you know? complete yeah, yeah. with the well, actually. actually. I mean, some uh-huh. of the some of the research I've done has yeah. said that a lot of like modern zines date to like the Harlem Renaissance, yeah. specifically with like black individuals, like yeah. a lot of how we have zines from one piece of paper folded mm-hmm. is from that and from them oh. sharing like their poetry yeah. and things. At least like when I looked it up a couple months ago. That's what yeah. I found. Yeah. yeah. I so. found some stuff about mm. that as well. So. It makes sense because yeah. a lot of the, the, I guess, culture behind zines is giving more marginalized or less yes. voices that voice yes. to be heard. 100%. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even like, if you really think about it, communities that build pamphlets um, to spread information for about their community, that's technically a zine. Mm-hmm. Like that could be religious groups that are like, oh, here's this piece of uh, information about my religion, and they're spreading that knowledge. Um, or your and- local writing center, your <laughs> community <laughs> writing college center, writing yeah. center that puts out their like, you know, literary yeah. anthologies. Yeah. Well, they mentioned chat books. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Um, the Surrealists mm-hmm. and I- oh, the is Surrealists. It, is it? Data, data, data. I think the it's avant-garde. Data. Data. Yeah. data. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I'm learning. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you see, like big art movements start by like spreading the information. Yeah. We I mean, even say that, like, even the big Renaissance people probably did yeah. this information and spread it around and be like, mm-hmm. hey, this is the artwork that I had. This is what we we'll share with other artwork. I think that's really just. It's about sharing, mm-hmm. sharing information and like, and really like, like people love what other people create. That's yes. what I think that's like a big thing. Um, and, they, and to be able to have a piece of it yourself, it's even better. So mm-hmm. I love that. So we've talked about community a little bit. Do you want to tell us what the Zinc community is like here in Utah? Um, sure. Yeah. Um, so I, like I said, I work with a, a lot of artists because I do the all, all press fest, but I also have my roots like in some like doing it before I, I would I was an attendee because uh, I would do artwork and I would also create my own zines. Um, and so like the, the community is like pretty vast here in Salt Lake. And I think it's 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 also really old. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's been going back. Like I, I know some people that like they seem like they've been going back for a while but like doing this stuff so um and then we have like of course like you know salt lake is uh the whole like punk movement the punk scene back in like when it started in the 80s and then it kept like going forward and that's kind of stayed around um so you got old punk heads that are still kind of like keeping that movement going and then you still have the new punk people that are coming in and then you have the scene kids that are coming in from the like 2000 and then you have the new scene kids that are coming in (laughs) and then the very the babies that are coming in (laughs) and and they're still keeping that that culture of zines and stuff really Mm -hmm. strong um and i think that's uh, and it's just keep it's just going to keep growing um Mm -hmm. i also like 
like this it, it's expanding past like not it's not just the punk scene it's like there's oh no there's more than more beyond that there's like the like you have the lgbtq community also does a lot of like zines and writing and that and then there's the like just like the people who write poetry just the literature people mm -hmm. that, and so it just it, it's pretty vast and it just depends yeah. what little niche you want to be a part of and that's what where you're gonna kind of fall under if you're yeah. if you're trying to be involved in the community. The mm -hmm. poets were my first introduction to kind of close to what we were talking about when I moved to Salt Lake. I would go to poetry slams and poets would have their chapbooks for sale, and I still have some of those uh, in my collection and adore them greatly. But um, there are so many ways to get involved with the zine community that are very specific too. There's a uh, an amazing group called Grid Zine Fest mm -hmm. that does things regularly. Mm -hmm. They're really well known for their you know annual Zine Fest, which brings together mm -hmm. not only local creators but also creators around the world, or at least around the U.S. But I feel like you know if anybody can come here, we'll we'll take them. Um, <laughs> And they also do things like uh, Teen Zine Club mm -hmm. at the city mm -hmm. library. Uh, some of our libraries within the county system are very open to zines and making zines. Uh, some of the teen programs at Kearns, mm -hmm. I believe, have zines. Yeah, we have like actually at Kearns, we might talk about it later, but we've got like a Kearns Zine Club that yeah. meets once a month. Amazing. Um, and we're hoping at some point to get like a zine collection started here mm -hmm. as well. And Grid Zine Fest does also do uh, general zine club meetings every now and then. I'm not sure what their schedule is right now, but if you're not a teen and you want to get into zines, do not worry. We will find space for you uh, and you will have a lot of fun making zines and making art and sharing your voice. If there's a type of person who makes zines, what does that person look like? They look like Lee. <laughs> <laughs> See, the way I went with this question is absolutely not a what do they look like. It's what do they have in common. Yeah. That's fair. And the commonality, truly, when it comes down to it, because anybody, literally anybody in this room, in this greater library, we're recording out of the Kearns Library, mm -hmm. in this greater like community of mm -hmm. Kearns, and Salt Lake County in general, anybody could make a zine. Who makes a zine? It's the person who has something to say mm -hmm. and wants to share it and wants to commit those ideas to paper. And, you know, whether it is art, whether it is writing, you know, you want to share it and you want to get your thoughts out. That's ultimately what it comes down mm -hmm. to. I think mm -hmm. it's just anyone who has access to like a piece of paper and pencil mm -hmm. um, that you already could create a zine. Yep. Um, and just put your ideas down on paper. Um, there's a very simple way to make like a little zine pocket zine using just one eight and a half by 11 sheet, fold it into like a hot dog and then a hamburger and do four, <laughs> four little sheet, four little yep, panels yep. on each side. It's eight panels technically. So, um, and then you would cut it in the middle and fold it and it's, you got this little pocket zine. Um, and so it, so it's great that like when we talk about teens, they like when they start their journey making zines, it's like like I've seen they just get excited about it. You know, like you have uh, something in your hand that you can share with your friends and give out. It could be fun. It could be humorous. It could be mm -hmm. serious. It could be, you know, it's just something that like a piece of themselves that they, ha they have mm -hmm. to give to the people they, they know should have. So. And the fun thing about those mini zines is they're fairly like affordable to reproduce. Like oh, yeah. if you're coming to a library program, chances are your library staff member will probably be like, this is part of the program. We'll make a uh -huh. couple copies for you. <laughs> but even then, like it's 10 cents a page for physical copies. So you could make, you know, 50 zines for $5 and then like give it to everybody you know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw like briefly in my little research, they talked about um, online scenes. Yeah. What What is the difference? Like how, how would you say an online zine is different than just like a, a, a comic on online? You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, cause we're talking about how it's wrapped and how yeah. it's created and mm -hmm. like what would be the difference? So when we're talking about like online zines, I think, you're also talking about like 
like publications that started as like you know uh self-published diy and uh, now i like now their platform has changed to like they still have the same reading community but now they're like oh well maybe we could just switch just to online now and so now the still same type of zines are kind of now posted as blogs or websites um and then they just regularly update them but then you have but but like that's to say that someone can't just start with the zine online mm-hmm. it's just a virtual zine it mm-hmm. would be um it's like an ebook i would say um it's also just there's different just like just like uh the physical form there are different um variations mm-hmm. on the like e- e-platforms as well because mm-hmm. i think um i've seen I've seen some that are like video type of stuff. So it's things that you can't do with your normal um, type of zine, but but it's still kind of like that same, you're, you're, you're bringing your community from that zine culture into that website or that page that you're going to go uh, and read. Mm-hmm. Um, it just really depends. Also, there's uh, people who just have a PDF mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. sometimes also just a lot easier to share. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, let me send you a text of my zine. And they're like, mm-hmm. like you're gonna think it's gonna be like pictures, but it's just a PDF. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, for our zinesters here. Um, <laughs> sorry, trying to use the terms. Yeah, um, do it. What What is your personal opinion between like a physical zine versus uh, one that is online only? Like, are you? Are you, are you the type of people that are like I just love the physicalness of it, like the feel of it in my hands, the smell? You know what I mean? I mean, we're we work in libraries, so <laughs> we love that. But the book smell, yes, <laughs> Which the book stinks. Not- <laughs> yeah, but I'm just I'm yeah. just curious. I don't know. I feel like if I was really into this um, form of you know artistry. I, I think I would be torn right. personally. Yeah. Right. I so. am 100% mm. in real life zines, partly because the magic of zines for me is very much the uh, the labor of love that it is mm-hmm. by the creators. Uh, no zine has to look one particular way. Like, yes, you can have a book of you know, regular paper folded in half that makes a zine. You can have a mini zine. But there's also people who have done incredible things with how they make a zine. Like there's some Mm -hmm. kind of fancy covers. There's the Mm -hmm. pamphlet stitching. Mm -hmm. There's some kind of thing that just makes it a work of art and of its own and something Mm -hmm. special. And even though you know that there are copies of it out there in the world, when you come across it, it feels... Just like, like a little bit of magic, you know. Like it was made just for you. Yeah. 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 It's really mm. special that way, I think. But I, you know, the virtual option and digital like easings are definitely, they have their place in the world in, in getting messages across just as much as anything else. And I think it, you know, it's a world I have yet to explore. Yeah. I think uh, when you mix tech with like, older ways of doing things um you could also like it could be a hindrance sometimes towards that thing but and it just depends on how it comes out like and what you do with it i think with with zines i i personally prefer um the physical one because um it's just i just always have been used to that it's not like um it's, it's, I'm just yeah I'm just like an old fart like that I guess I just don't wanna, <laughs> I just don't want to change yeah. but the, it, it, like I like for example I saw the, or recently somebody turned in a zine to me to put, add to the collection and it was the cover was made out of wood and, and it was just like yes. engraved and they use like laser laser printer oh, yeah. to do it so that's one way where people are using tech to like still like make physical forms of of the, and I mean printing still that's part of text too like you have to right. make a copy and you print it mm-hmm. um, very few people do like the old school where they're just gonna I'm gonna make the lettering and I'm gonna press print this mm-hmm. and that's uh, and so it's a whole process but people do do that they, yeah. they, they appreciate the, the the whole experience the whole the, the whole process but I think um, I think there's room for virtual 
oh, virtual yes. zines. Um, I think like I've seen like cool like art things done where they get like a QR code on a sticker, and mm-hmm. that has access to your like zine. I think I think I like the idea of being able like to still access like the world physically uh, without completely going virtually. Like right, there's mm-hmm. how how can you still bring that in and, and still bring a little bit of a physical zine into the world? And I think that's I think that's just what's the fun of it because i mean if not it's just in your head still and it's hasn't really come out so Mm -hmm. we've kind of like talked about it um a little bit but where can you find zines to look at like i know we've mentioned like the city library has a very extensive very fancy collection that's how i personally was introduced to zines (laughs) Um, but like where else can you find zines well, um, I go to your local coffee shop first, and if you, they're not there, um, most likely Starbucks won't have it. So no, no, don't go to Starbucks. Not even at all. When I mean like local, like coffee shop, it's like it has to be local. Um, sometimes uh, artists will work with like the coffee shops and be like, "Hey, can I bring my work in, and you guys can sell it, or or help me distribute it if it's for free?" Um, or another place is uh, like check your open mic uh, clubs like any That's open true. mic areas are a great resource for finding people who make zines also festivals like the all mm-hmm. press fest um great zine fest mm-hmm. um those are other great choices um i'm pretty sure um i think it's is it clever octopus or uh, there's another there's a store that they have i think that's like and they have like zines like mm-hmm. so check your nonprofit like art like art communities uh yeah. if they have storefronts they're most likely are gonna have that, that. um the, the legendarium i think they have i somewhere. don't know that they have a lot yet there okay. i believe that they will be a community that you can get your zines from uh because the legendarium is awesome it's and they will legendary. have everything <laughs> um, but yes in addition like and that would be a place that you could actually buy zines as well as like under the umbrella has some very awesome zines mm-hmm. for sale that you could check out and buy and add to your own developing zine mm-hmm. collection. I believe Ranch Records may have some zines. I went in once and I'm pretty sure that one of the zines in my collection about basement shows was mm-hmm. from there, if I remember correctly. Um, another super amazing resource. Absolutely check them out. The Marriott Library. Yeah. Uh, and you do not have to be a student of the University of Utah to check them out, which is really cool. There are ways that you can get a community card either free with kind of limitations or like, you know, an annual kind of pass that will give you a little more ability to check out. But um, they will allow you to check out zines much the way the city does. Mm-hmm. And you can check out zines. You don't have to purchase them right away. And by the way, you guys, when I moved to Salt Lake and I found the City Library mm-hmm. Zine Collection, afternoons, gone, absolutely <laughs> gone, uh, because I was hanging out with the City Library Zine Collection. There are so many mm-hmm. amazing zines in that collection. Whether you want recipes, whether you want music, whether you want what is life like for someone in whatever, the 90s, like a personal zine where they're talking about their lives and remembering that we are not alone. Per zines are amazing. Um, There is Mm -hmm. so much. I highly suggest that if there is any homework after this episode, it is visit the City Library, visit Marriott Library. Check out some zines. Just spend an afternoon with the amazing things that people have created. So I just want to like point out that she called uh, some of the genre per zines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say that that means personal zine. Um, it's just we have like we like created some genres at the library uh, that these could be like grouped into. Like we have like comics, you have art, you have DIY, you have cooking, you mm-hmm. have um, reviews, you have history. political history. Um, so qu- quite quite a bit of things. Travel is even on there, like people who travel around the world and just write about the places they've been. And I think that's a, 
a great little like experience you could get. And I like that you were talking about how like it's it's like going back in time because these are like people's experiences that mm-hmm. are like just like I think yeah. I mean we don't, I don't know when what the oldest one is, but there's yeah. but the the like you could go back and it's pretty cool to see the, the <laughs> very much the like the different things that yeah. people have. You guys have a good mix of contemporary as well as kind of like oh it's been a couple years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's There's a polite a, way yeah. of saying it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a lot of fun, and you know it's another one of those like reminders that as much as things change, some of those Persians, especially that are talking about their daily lives. We're still dealing with the same stuff mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. You know, the technology might look different. Some of the things we experience might be different. But as far as where it matters, the heart, we've been there. Yeah. And I'm, and, and so for more also going back to, like, where to get zines as well, because we were talking about the online stuff. Uh, so actually, the Internet is also a great mm-hmm. place to get zines. Um, like Etsy is a great place that has a lot of local artists sometimes. Um, of course, always support your local artists first, <laughs> I would say. But if you if you don't have that access to that, then uh, you can definitely look on the Internet and get buy zines on there. Uh, there's like Razor Cake is another big publication mm-hmm. that's been going on for years. They're a nonprofit now, and they just distribute these these zines to like the libraries or or even if you want to like purchase a subscription i think you can as well so there's also a lot of online zine fests that happen too that have been happening like pre-covid and still now like i did one recently called dear diary zine fest um there was one that just happened in june um that focused on like chronically ill and disabled zinesters Mm -hmm. which was really cool um so i'd also say like look on like instagram look like the zine hashtag Mm -hmm. i know i found like so many cool zine accounts there and like purchase scenes that way too so that's, that's a good way awesome. i love that there's also a great store out of chicago called quimby's mm-hmm. that will send you if you want a surprise starter zine pack they were doing that during the pandemic and are probably still doing it i should have checked mm-hmm. uh but i actually got one of those kind of like mystery pamphlets uh and got a whole bunch of really cool zines mm-hmm. so quimby's is ah. cool <laughs> I'm also going to throw out there, check out Itch.io. Um, yes. I've bought a number of bundles over the years that have included, like, RPG zines. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're little RPG games in a zine, which That's awesome. super fun. Mm-hmm. I, need to, <laughs> I need to add that to my list. Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, so you guys have really all already answered this, but we're going to ask the question anyway so you can give your official I'm doing air quotes here. Official <laughs> answer. What do you love about zines? They're all so cool. <laughs> I can add mine while those two think about yeah. it. Um, I love just being able to like share my thoughts and know that people like are interested in what I have to say. Like when I've sold at zine fests before, um, sometimes I'm like, oh, you know what? No one else is interested in the Muppets as much as I am. And then people are so excited to talk about the Muppets with me because I have a lot of Muppet (laughs) scenes um, and they get really excited about that. So I think just like making connections with people you might not Mm -hmm. ever talk to normally is really cool. That might be my favorite part. Yeah, I think um, for me is because I'm a very visual person is just seeing all the like homemade illustrations people make. So like the doodles, the drawings, and because it's like again, it's not like uh, I feel like most of the zines I've seen aren't like they're not spending a lot of time to like perfect it, and I love to see like the sketchiness of it or like the like the little like mistakes they've done, and because it's like that's I don't know for me as an artist visually, I like to see I just like to see that like it's just mm-hmm. like uh or or if somebody does it so well, um and you're like oh I need to touch it that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's that picture is awesome and so that's i think i think for me just because i'm a visual person and like really having that physicality of like something in front of me helps a lot yeah i 100 percent agree with that um as as a fan of zines uh my favorite part of it is absolutely as i've mentioned before like it doesn't have to be perfect if you were to ever engage me in conversations and be like what are your favorite zines i would bring out several uh, and and illustrate why they're my favorites. And, and the what it all comes down to is that you can make a zine about anything and that they are all equally valid and amazing. I have a zine that is doodles of cats and donuts. 
amazing magic. Uh, I have acquired zines that have been made by kids, and they are adorable and wonderful. I have had zines uh, that have just spoke to my heart via, like, both message and art. And just, like, you sit with it for a moment, and it's just such a powerful experience. And there's no, there's nothing like it. And just the reminder that anybody can do it and anybody can make a zine and that like, this is one, like, sometimes in the world of art, in the world of creating something, whether it is fiction, whether it is a visual art, whether it is some kind of craft, there is that, that drive towards this has to be perfect. And zines don't have to like you can get to that point where the zines you are making are like literal like this is my art I'm gonna charge you a hundred dollars for this quote-unquote zine um and it's not really at that point because it's not quite you know what people really expect what what we tend to expect when we look at zines is something self-published something made with love um something that is done on your own and is just, you know, there are varying levels of creativity. The most simple can be some of the most profound and the most like beautiful can also be incredible. Another one of the zines I found at the Denver Public Library, the zine library there, uh, was this just beautiful like fairy tale that combined like a story and beautiful like graphic novel worthy art. And I was like, I hope this person is still doing amazing art because you need to have a graphic novel out in the world. I love it. It was so cute. <laughs> it's also just seeing like the really like creativity that the people mm-hmm. have. Like, um, for example, um, there was a zine, I think last year that was turned into me for like just like our zine stuff, the extra zines. It was like a, it, it was it was like a little pocket zine, but it was a, it looked like musabi. Like, do you, do you guys know what that is? The little, um, where it's like a rice cake and it has seaweed and mm-hmm. it has spam on it. So, <laughs> and the zine was about how to make musabi. That's that's really the whole zine. There's, there's nothing. So, and it was just like a little, like, like I, I guess it was like a like a little square zine that is a pocket zine. You flip it open. On the outer part, it had this like construction paper that was supposed to represent like the 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 seaweed around it. And so it was oh, just that. it was so creative. Like like I just I, I don't know. I just like I wouldn't have thought of that. Like yeah. so mm-hmm. seeing that someone else has thought of that just made me happy. I just there's, like, <laughs> there's one zine as I was like looking over my zine collection last night. There's one that I have that's like. It's not even like quite a mini zine because it's not made the same way, but it's the same style. But it's kind of like a fold out piece of paper of a Rube Goldberg machine, <laughs> which awesome. uh, is wonderful. And Rube Goldberg machines are like weird machinery designed to do really simple tasks in the most complicated way possible. And they are <laughs> fabulous. And, and the scene was if like, If you oh. ever want to be entertained for hours, just go look up YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, it's amazing. So good. But yeah, zines are just magic. And the people who make them, and that could include you, dear listener, are magic. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite zine that you've personally made yourself? Um, I mean, I guess, I, I mean, I've done a, a few. I've done one where, like, I had, like, poetry in it and but like I'm, I don't know. I'm just gonna trash my own poetry. It's not good, so <laughs> <laughs> don't read it. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, the, the the artist I was gonna be the hardest critic. I think I definitely fall nice. under that. Um, I guess the uh, my photography. I've done some photography zines, and I, uh, I thought those were fun to make, just because I get to go around the city, take pictures of things that like normally people will be like oh what is that trash but i take a picture of it anyways and mm-hmm. put it on my in the zine and i call it my trash zine <laughs> <laughs> you can find beauty and inspiration in anything yes. so yeah, yeah. i love it yeah uh my zines my zine making has been a lot more limited i have the zines that i've made are typically like anthology type literary art zines uh, because I used to run an open mic called When She Speaks, I Hear the Revolution. And because zines are a thing I love, 
we would every now and then there was no method to the madness uh, we would release a zine and I would kind of collect different submissions from the folks in the greater community and put them out and they're very much beloved to this day and there are some amazing works of art and writing in them so they're pretty special they hold a very special place I think I have one of them in my collection. Like, I feel like I got it one time. I'm like 95% sure. But I remember reading it and it was really cool. So, somewhere I have it. I really love it. You can tell the kind of zine person I am. I love collage. Like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of like, I I don't get like deeply into it, but you can tell like cut and paste is kind of my, the thing I love. I have two favorites that I've made. Um, one is If the Multiverse is Real, and it's about um, the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once, because it's my favorite movie of all time. It's perfect. Um, nothing's wrong with it, 10 out of 10. Um, and so it's just my thoughts about that movie. Um, I wrote it after I had cried one too many times after watching it. Um, and then my other one that I have that I brought with me today, um, it's called Manor Muppet, and I rate different Muppet outfits and <laughs> if I would wear them. And that one is one of my favorites. Um, I did a zine fest recently, and it was really funny to like have it on the table and people would flip it open and be like, ah, I agree with that. And then they would just put it down and walk away. Um, <laughs> but it's a really funny scene. I think that one is one of my favorites as like a diehard Muppet fan. I love that. That's awesome. Oh, that's the yeah. best. I can pass it around when we're done. Yes. Yes. To provide me copies of both of these because yes. they sound yes. amazing. Yes. <laughs> so have you guys ever sold your zines before? I know, Sarah, you talked about going mm-hmm. to fests and selling zines. How does that process work? I've sold mine at like two different festivals. So I've done Grid Scene Fest twice, which is the best next year. Everyone should go. It's so fun. And then I also did an online one um, called Dear Diary Zine Fest, which was all about per zines, which is what most of mine are. I love like per zines and personal zines. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one was really cool because the group that put it together, they had like a website and then you just had a little like bio about you and then people could read about it. And if they wanted to purchase from you, they could go to like your Etsy shop or your Shopify or wherever you sell. Um, and then I have like a little Etsy shop that I sell my zines on, which is really fun. I have really not gotten into making zines for money. So when we did have zines, I was definitely the person who was like, just take one. You're (laughs) welcome. And then people were like, you should be selling these. And I was like, I can't sell them. Uh, But I, yeah, um, perhaps one day. Mm -hmm. And I would say that if you are looking at selling your zines, the best thing to do is find is A, make the zine, and B, look out for things like Grid Zine Fest, Alt Press Fest, Mm -hmm. opportunities where you can sign up to register and kind of go about it that way. Yeah, so I guess I I haven't sold too many of my zines. I sold like maybe like one or two. But I sold a lot of art with my zines, like so I would be... So Etsy was a great place to start, but also when I did Alt Press Fest, um, like I sell my buttons and like zines with it, and usually, of course, take like a virtual or cash. Like, and then mm-hmm. for all press fest, you like you just track. And I think if you make more than a certain amount, and then you just report it to the tax commission, and then they will um, take a an amount off of that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also just um, then Etsy. Of course, you have to pay like a like mm-hmm. a price as well to mm-hmm. post your per per posting i think that's what it was um it, it's just been a while since i haven't uh sold but the it's usually just yeah just uh self-promote um also just try to bring like like i would put po- i posted some of my artwork at some of the stores mm-hmm. like uh that have other like diabolical records and stuff and nice. um and other other like coffee shops and stuff like and, community boards that they have mm-hmm. up that they allow uh, yeah you know people to post their yeah, and, and if, like, yeah. I just told them if somebody wants to buy it, just give me a call. <laughs> yeah, 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 I love it. Yeah, and also remember you can definitely go beyond Salt Lake City. If you if you feel really confident in yourself and you want to, you know, visit Arizona, Phoenix mm-hmm. Zine Fest or Denver Zine Fest, which I believe is coming up in August. LA has uh, one too, LA yeah. Zine Fest. There's a ton of really great zine fests out there. So there's, you know, it's just about finding the communities and and like having the place in your schedule where you can be like you know what i want to do on this weekend i want to be at a zine fest (laughs) i love options (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I think we hit all of our questions. Did we talk yeah. about favorite books? I mean, we you mentioned yeah. like that's the, the only one that yeah. left. But although we did the book topic at the mm-hmm. beginning, yeah, but if you guys have another favorite book about yeah. scenes you want to talk about, I can mention the book I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> So as far as favorite books about zines, there is no way we can have this conversation and leave this book off the list. It is going to be one that you can look online to find. Um, we don't have it in the county or the city system, I say, looking at yeah. Pablo. Uh, but, uh, well, what is it? Spit it out. <laughs> it is a great, great book, and it's perfect for zinesters because it is also pocket-sized, called okay. Stolen Sharpie Revolution oh, okay. by Alex a- Rack, and it is the premiere like this is the primer if you want to get into zines this is the book to do it it tells you a little bit about the history it gives you some ideas on like actual like what would my formatting look like here are some fun options for like kind of what you can do with the pages and the style because Alex Reck is an incredible zinester and has done some really incredible things with her zines and it's one of those things that can be hard to describe the exact style but you know it when you see it um and there's like silk screening instructions there's all sorts of really cool things so absolute must have core collection yeah (laughs) that's i feel like yeah the city did have that at some point i'll tell you that i know this because i checked it out i feel like it was in the zine collection at one point i don't know if it was in the zine collection but i think it was uh it was in the nonfiction. Okay, okay. But then, like, I don't know. I, I, I think somebody started a revolution or something with it. Cause, <laughs> cause it <disappeared>. But, <laughs> but yeah, I like. I for me, like, yeah, you like some of the ones like Moxie you already talked about. Mm-hmm. First I like rule that. of punk is so good. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Guys like it. That one's so good too, and uh, and then like it was. What do you mean? What's a zine? That's a great like <laughs> DIY book to start. Um, so like I think because me and Stephanie are very like minded, we pretty much like the same zine. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, I, those are those are probably like my favorite. And of course, just like some like zines. I don't know what they're called. Like that Musabi book that yeah. was amazing. And yeah. I don't, I'm just going to call it Musabi because I don't remember <laughs> what, the title. Who, who, who did that. Yeah. yeah. I will say I love it. <laughs> one of my saddest moments when I visited the Denver zine library. Uh, so their zine library is located in the Denver public library. And uh, a very wonderful staff member of the public library uh, let me in and allowed me to kind of, filter through and like look at all the zines and I spent a whole morning there it was so great but she was very much on the clock and when I was like what's your favorite zine uh, she was like oh it's probably buried somewhere I just kind of <laughs> got back to working and I was like uh, talk to me about zines <laughs> so anyway talk to me about zines <laughs> it's so much fun Sarah Did you want to talk about the zine club here at Kearns? Yeah. So once a month, we have a zine club that meets at Kearns. It's usually like the first or second Saturday of the month. It's always one of those two. Um, We just meet for an hour from three to four. We've got all the supplies you need to make a zine. Um, We usually do like traditional like paper zines, but we have computers available if you want to do digital zines. I'm a fan of digital zines because I can't draw worth anything so i do all of mine digitally <laughs> nice um but we've got stuff to do like zines we have um some like sample zines and like sample prompts that you can use um and then you can just come and make your zine we let you make a copy for free if you want and because july is international zine month yes. we're doing a zine like month-long program called zeno so you can grab a zine themed bingo sheet the entire month of july um you can complete the prompts and then you get to maybe win a really cool like zine package where you have all the supplies to make your own zine oh my goodness that is so cool it's really fun so if you're listening um (laughs) i know this comes out like the middle of july but the bingo sheet will be available all month long it'll be really fun and you can also always talk to me about zines i'm also always down to trade zines i love trading zines with people i think it's so fun. I was going to ask if people that do zines yeah. trade zines. That mm-hmm. is a big thing. Like, all the time. Also, yeah. 
at fests, like if you're thinking of selling your fest, also think about trading them, like mm-hmm. because that is part of how you build community. I think is like, hey, I might not be able to buy yours, but I have zines. Do you want to trade? Mm-hmm. And like, the connections that you make from those moments are really cool. I had a really good experience last year. It was my first year selling my zines, um, and this little girl came up to my table and was like looking at all of mine. And I don't have a lot that are child friendly. Um, and she saw like a Muppet one, and she thought it was really cool. But she's like, oh, I don't have any money. I'm like, oh, like. I'm I'm sorry. Um, and she like walked away and then she came back with a zine she had just made and it was very much made by like a seven-year-old who was about this cute little ghost and she's like, this is all I have. Do you want to trade? And so I gave her like a couple of like my kid-friendly zines and it's the cutest scene ever and I will always hold that dearly because she was just so excited to trade with me. And, that, and you'll get that a lot. Like you'll get people who come yeah. to your table and are like, oh, do you want to like trade a zine? Yeah. I always let people just pick and everyone just gets so excited to have yeah. like this cool piece of art and then you got a cool piece of art in exchange. Yeah. It's super fantastic. It's funny because I've traded. Okay, so I don't know how this came along. Like, I think I just was uh, walking Liberty Park and somebody had like these cool like beads that they were making. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, these are really cool. And it's like, I was like, I wish I had money to like buy this from you. And he's like, what do you have? I was like, I don't have anything. I mean, and then I had to check my backpack. I had some zines in there. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I have some of my zines I made. And he's like, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I traded this like little bead, the bead thing that they he made and for like zines. And, uh, and I think mm-hmm. so. So I think it's like it's not always about just trading like zine mm-hmm. for zine. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody wants to trade you something else, always be like open minded about it. Because mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's. Art I, for art. I art love it. Art, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was going to say, I think that's a big thing in like art communities too, is people are always like swapping for yeah. things. Like I'll see like tattoo artists being like, oh, like I'll do a tattoo if you do my hair or like whatever. Like people yeah. who are creators are yeah. always willing to like swap services yeah. and cool stuff they make. I mean, I know my brain is always D&D, but that sounds like a fey bargain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. <laughs> no, I love all of that so much. But yeah, zines are rad mm-hmm. and everybody should make them. Even you, work. Lee. <laughs> I also can't draw worth anything. You don't have to. <laughs> but you should make a zine with your poetry, though. That's yes. what you should do. Absolutely. I, I feel okay. Like <laughs> secondary homework. Comment, like, and subscribe, and comment about how Lee should make a poetry. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes please. <laughs> we could make. You know, we could make a podcast scene. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be a good one too. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for coming in to talk to us today about zines. Thank it was you. a super fun conversation. Uh, this was a great episode. Yeah. And I don't get to see Pablo and Stephanie enough, so this was nice. I love Yay. it. Yay. Thank you for having us. This was so much fun, and I am always down to talk about zines. Visit me at Granite Library any day. We'll talk. Yeah, same with the City Library. I'm always down for yeah. for talking about zines or, or anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone who's listening, for listening to us. If you want to listen to more of the podcast, you can find new and old episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, Also, we would love to hear from you. If you want Lee to make that poetry zine, if you want us to make a podcast zine, we will consider doing these things if you email us and tell us that's what you want. You can email us at shelfspodcast at slcolibrary.org. Uh, if you have something else to tell us, that's great, too. All questions and comments are fantastic. We would love to hear from you. Um, and that's what we've got for today. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.